This is Turn on the Jets Film Room, your weekly extensive breakdown of New York Jets X's and O's. Now, here are your hosts, Joe Blewett. Stop route in the middle curl. I'd actually like to start from Dawn. Maybe I want to see him get rid of the ball a little bit sooner as he sees a soft coverage, but I like how he leads him outside. Great freaking snag. That's a snag, man. And former Texas Tech All-American, current Arena League coach, and the hero of the Monday Night Miracle, Marcus, Marcus Coleman. Coleman. That is again by Coleman. You got to hand it to Marcus Coleman. He made the play earlier to pick it off in front of Gadsden, and then he read the eyes of the quarterback here. That interception is his third of the game, and that ties a Jets team mark. On Turn on the Jets Digital. And you are listening to another edition of Turn on the Jets Film Room, uh, the 21st edition. We did take a week, what, a week and a half off or something like that, whatever it was. I hope everybody enjoyed their Thanksgiving. I hope everybody didn't, you know, didn't get in trouble. Um, hope you got fat, but are now rebounding from that fatness. Uh, you got rid of that little beer gut you had. Um, but, you know, I had a good time. Um, you know, a lot to get into or, you know, a little bit abbreviated. It's going to be a little bit um let's see kind of different this week obviously because Marcus Coleman is not here with us um it's more my fault than it is his because uh as you guys know if you have been listening to the show for a while I am going to Tennessee you know this upcoming Thursday I'm leaving on Thursday so I'll be in Tennessee so I can't do the show on Wednesday because I gotta work Thursday obviously can't do it I'll be on a plane and you know, on vacation. So I won't be doing that. Um, so Marcus is not able to make it. He might be jumping on a little bit later. I'm not going to guarantee anything, but he might be, I'm not hundred percent sure, um, of that yet. But, um, like I said, we do have a game to talk about, uh, because I am solo and because the Jets are losing so much, it's going to be a little bit abbreviated. I know that, you know, when the Jets are winning, it's easy to listen to two, three hours, uh, when they're losing a lot. Um, I understand a lot of you like to learn about the film and all that stuff. And even if you're not learning as much as you did in the beginning and now you're kind of on the same pace, um, you like to just see somebody break it down because you don't have the time to do that. Uh, didn't do as many plays again this week because I just, at this point, I just, it's, it's brutal to do it to myself to, to have to watch this film over and over and over again. Um, so we're going to talk about that today. Uh, the usual stuff from TOJ space film space room on iTunes, uh, YouTube, you just type in turn on the jets right there and, uh, in the search bar, and then we'll pop up to see the turn on the jets logo. Or if you don't know what the logo looks like, if you can read, you can find it, um, subscribe there, leave us ratings. We got five, five stars last week and, and two reviews. I believe we didn't get any of this last, you know, the last two weeks because, you know, probably because we didn't have a show, but like I said, it helps us much, much, much more than anybody really knows that it does. It, it puts it towards the top of the charts or up in the charts, and then more people listen. That means we get more um, views, which you know equals sponsorships. Sponsorships equals money. Money equals improving the show, improving the audio, um, me putting more effort into this because obviously I don't get paid for doing this. And if I was to, then maybe you get two shows a week. Maybe in, during the off-season, instead of me breaking down, which I've said before, uh, in the off-season, I'm going to break down free agents. I'm going to break down key free agents. And I'll, I'll do shows about them. And I'm going to break down you know, the top 10, 15 draft prospects. And then maybe some interesting later round guys of, at positions of need, you know, uh, corner, receiver, offensive line, outside linebacker, that type of deal. So I'm going to be doing player reviews in the offseason because like I said before we we are a, 
basically a film show. I'm obviously like we're 80% film, 20% like other topics, storylines, talking about bulls being fired, McCagney being fired, all that stuff. Um, and I don't like to just make up a bunch of crap topics during the off season. So it's going to be a lot of film and then we'll get into some fun stuff, you know, ranking the top 25 jets, you know, uh, underrated, overrated who, you know, awards, all that type of stuff. But a lot of it's going to be, um, film, but, uh, like I said, just leave those, leave those ratings. Um, so we're going to go over the jets loss to the Patriots at home, 27 or 27 to 13. And it, it happened exactly how it usually happens. Um, and I said it to people at work, it was funny, I actually had to work, which I usually do not work during Jets games. And of course, it was a really busy day. And for you who don't know, I'm a police officer. And um, it was just, it was just a crap show. I'm not going to say the other word. I mean, it's a crap show um, that Sunday, of course. But I watched pieces of it. And then I obviously came back and watched the film. But I told everybody there, I was like, watch, the Jets are going to be really close. At the end of the first half, it'll be like a 13 to 10 game or we'll be, you'll, you know, we'll be within distance of the Patriots or maybe even winning. In the second half, the Jets will come out, um, won't do anything. And the Patriots will, will get a lead of a touchdown or, or, or more, maybe even two. And that's exactly what happened. Um, and honestly, if you really, I know like people want to say, oh, yeah, we really kept up with the Patriots in the first half. If you really watch that first half, the, the Patriots played piss poor um missing assignments the jets ran a ton of mesh concepts against the against the patriots they must have seen something on film where they've been struggling against mesh concept because the jets just run that a, a ton um and uh, the, the defenders were taking you know um bad angles the defenders were bad and are poor in their technique brady was missing throws and, and i know brady is still really 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 good um but brady is not brady anymore he he's he misses throws that he did not used to miss and he doesn't put as much velocity in the ball as he used to. You could tell it's not the same guy. So is he still as good as a guy like Aaron Rodgers? I'm not going to say that because Rodgers is still at that like peak shape right now. Like he, he still looks like the prime Aaron Rodgers. He knows he's getting a little bit older Brady. You could tell he just, he misses throws. He never would have. Um, but um, yeah, other than that, and just in terms of, uh, I didn't even really recap my week. I do have this stupid facial hair soon. I'm excited to shave it. Uh, after tomorrow's day of work because i look like a i don't know it just looks terrible so i'm excited for that and like i said fantasy i one league i'm rocking it another one i'm rocking it and another one i'm i'm in a win in your end game like coming from behind i'm the underdog in this game so uh hopefully i pull off like a bills a week 17 against the jets in 2015 and i win um against the the favorite because the dude has like kamara and hunt and uh, I think like Michael Thomas or something like that. So we'll see. But going over the game, um, I'm going to get into, like I said, a decent amount of film, but not as much as I usually do because I just can't bear it. Uh, first, we'll start off with duds as, as we always do. Um, and for my third, actually, you know what? I'm going to reverse it a little bit from my, my list now thinking about it. My third dud is the pass rush. And I don't have any plays of the pass rush. But the fact that you don't, you barely hit Brady who the game plan against Brady is you have to hit him. You have to rattle him. Look at look at him, you know, um, versus, the, versus the Broncos to get into the Super Bowl. What, two, that, was that 2014, 2015 when Manning won the last year? Um, whatever it was, 2014, 2015, uh, they rattled him. And that's what you have to do versus Brady. If you let him sit cleanly in the pocket all day, he's going to rip you apart. In the first half, he was missing a couple of throws. There's a couple of drops and things like that. But in the second half, the same thing happened. They didn't get pressure on him. And then he started to rip up the Jets a little bit. So um, the, the pass rush was embarrassing. Zero sacks against a non-mobile quarterback is never what you want. So I gave that the uh, or the pass rush the, the third dud. 
didn't even take videos of it because I'm not going to show just people getting stonewalled on the edge because there's really, I guess you can learn, you can learn from it. You definitely can. Um, but I'm, I'm not going to do that. That's, that's, that's a new level of, of getting into film, just watching one-on-ones on the edge, which if the Jets had a, a better pass rusher, I would definitely put more up there and then we could see exactly how he wins or what move he's win, winning with, you know, club, swim, arm over, bull, jerk, whatever. Um, we'll, we'll get into that stuff. Hopefully next year when the Jets do have a better pass rusher because they just have absolutely no pass rush and it, it showed this game. Um, the second dot of the game for me is, uh, and as you can see on the top right here, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you guys can, is uh, Claiborne is, is so bad. Uh, and I, I marked this as, I, I, like I said, I had to rush through the film a little bit this week. It looked like it's, um, I'm going to say that's, yeah, it's cover one robber. Um, yeah, it's cover one robber. So, so Claiborne is manned up on, on Edelman and I'm fine with everything. He's obviously playing on different levels than Tremaine Johnson is because they have to play on, on different levels because you don't want what this is meant to do is, is to trip these guys up. You want them on the same level and then collide into each other. Um, him, you know, Claiborne and, and Tremaine Johnson. And he, so he's playing off. I, I would like to see him look at a little, little bit more urgency. You obviously, you could tell by Julian Edelman's body language right here that he's going inside. Look where his hips are pointing. Unless he's going to give a hard, a hard jab inside and play outside. But look how far he is off of, off of Edelman. Edelman's almost on his receiver's hips right here. And, and, um, Claiborne is still is still pretty far off of that point, you know, being from Tremaine Johnson. So he, I, I think he's a little bit lazy in getting towards him right here. And the thing that if you've been watching this show for any amount of time, this this really really pissed me off because one, look at that angle. If you're if you are and and Edelman just running a it's just a drag and a drag that, um, you know, turns into a huge gain because Claiborne's taking a a terrible angle. So if you are beat right here, take more of a flat angle, beat him. You tackle Edelman for a three, four, five-yard gain. You rally. You make the tackle. That happens in the NFL. You get beat for three, four yards. It happens all the time. But when you take a super aggressive angle where he's at the he's at the 28-yard um, line, he cuts down hard almost to the 26-yard line within a couple of steps while Edelman is is kind of, uh, um, you know, almost making his, his – his, not – he's – making his route more um, up the field so he could break with Yak, which is exactly what happens. And another thing that really makes me mad here is look at Claiborne's head right here. And we've talked about this so many times, it, um, me and Marcus, and throughout the season, that you need to get on the receiver before you start looking back at the quarterback. And that takes him completely out of position. He starts looking at Brady. Um, he's, he's just guessing where Edelman's going to be. And because of this, instead of it being a three, four yard gain, because of this terrible angle that he takes right here in these two steps, instead of making more of a flat angle and looking where if he was to look at Edelman right here, he's going to trap this, track this upfield hip, boom, it's a tackle and you're, and you're gaining look three, four yards. Um, but instead he, he completely loses them and what should be a three, four yard gain turns into a, let's just call that uh, seven, 12, 17, 22, 27, 32. Okay, a, a nice 32-yard gain instead of a three- or four-yard gain because Claiborne is a bad cornerback. And, uh, and yeah, okay, he's a, maybe he's an okay number two at times, but for the people, if you're uh, all, you know, proof of focus and all his numbers, he's a really good top press guy in the league. He's not. He, he, his, you've seen it on this show more than any other show. We've talked about how many times he's got either gotten bailed out with bad throws um, with quarterbacks just completely missing the read and not seeing the receiver open or drops. 
Um, he's been beat a ton this year, and it shows up on film a lot. He's playing really poorly this year, and I'm hoping he's not brought back next year, unless the Jets just have no better options. But the Jets need to start restocking this corner position because for how how much good talk of the secondary um, that there was before this season, the Jets just don't have much there. It's, it's, it's really, honestly, the, the hope of the secondary is Jamal Adams, who is a pro ball, all pro player right now in his career, and I think he's going to get better. Um, and Marcus May, who... I think can can be a solid free safety. I think at this point he's he's a decent one, um, but he also has to play. And with missing as many games as he did this year already, you have to it has to be a concern at such a young age. He's already missing so many games. Is it going to be a problem throughout his career, which you don't want to see it be? Um, but you only have like one lock, or like one lock in the in the secondary, and that's Adams. And I'm I'm going to give May a, a strong like kind of like a I guess like a nod. Like he's probably going to be. A, a cornerstone player in the secondary for the Jets team. I mean, maybe not in cornerstone. Cornerstone's a little far. That's like one of the main players you build um, your franchise around. But I think he's going to be here for a while, I'll say. Um, but at the same time, it's not 100%. Like Adams, he's he's a guy who is probably going to be here for 10 years, or at least it seems, at least if the Jets start winning, because I can see Adams getting frustrated and not wanting to be on a losing team. Um, but terrible play by by Claiborne. The secondary just overall was was just really bad. Um, this day, I'm going to bring up a couple of, of plays of them just blowing defenses. And uh, I, I, I don't even really want to, to talk about this stuff. But uh, th- so this is a this is a cover three. Um, you have one deep zone. You have two deep zones. You have three deep zones. You can tell it's cover three because how the outside corners are just are just opening and running instead of playing hard on their um, assignments. And this is just old is is a Yankee concept um, where you're having two two players from the opposite sides of the field. You're having a, a deep skinny post and a deep dig and they're crossing. Um, so it's a Yankee concept and there's nobody underneath to even challenge uh, the, the receiver in the middle who I'm not sure if, if this is it's uh, um, it looks more like Hogan than Edelman, but whoever it is, is absolutely wide open. Um, one Claiborne has to pass this route off a little bit sooner um, to the to the free safety of that middle third and jump on this uh, this deep dig right here. But look at the linebackers. The line of scrimmage is the 50-yard line. Or sorry, the, the 49-yard line. Let's just call it the 50. And even the 49-yard line, they're, they're playing their zones on the line of scrimmage. You want to play your zones like 5, 10 yards back, depending on the coach, 5 to 12 yards back if it's if it's a – a green two or if it's a, a soft cover two, cover three, cover four, you know, even more than that, depending on the down and distance. But they're playing their their um, their assignments literally on the line of scrimmage where you have one zone underneath, two zones underneath, three zones underneath, and Adams is most likely supposed to be out here. They all react to the play action because they're being way too aggressive. And it's just this 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 area, which is a weakness of cover three, and it's a weakness of really every defense um, for the most part, minus like a, like a Tampa two, um, is that area between – and a Tampa two in the middle of the field, it's not a weakness. And the size of the field, it still is a weakness. But that 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 area between the intermediate and deep zones is always a weakness. If you can if you can separate the linebackers and the and the safeties of secondary players, it's it's always it's always going to be a weakness. And look how open this receiver is. Like yeah, you want to say Claiborne's here, but he, this receiver right here, that's you're playing Brady. You're you're never going to beat Brady like this. So the Jets' defense is has just been. 
Uh, I know they had a good game or two, you know, against the Lions. Uh, they played pretty well versus the Broncos for the for the most part. Um, the Dolphins, but it's few and far between for a Jets defense who has multiple first-round picks in the last a lot of years, investing in defense between Adams and Lee and Leo and all these different guys. Um, the defense is low 20s maybe 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 the best days high teens but this is not a good enough defense for all they've invested in it um a lot of money in screen a lot of money in uh tremaine johnson a lot of first round picks uh it's just not up to snuff the only guys who i really like on this defense um right now are are avery williamson jamal adams and marcus may and i'm going to give uh lee some props in a little bit as as well but uh and uh, I'll talk about the defense in, in a little bit, but th- this is just it's, – it's inexcusable from a, for, for this defense, for this much investment in it, as I said. Uh, I'm going to show you another defense that's blown um, in this game. This is a blown uh, – I put it as Tampa too. So, let me – yeah, so this is, this is a – yeah, it's a Tampa two. Um, so, it looks it, – it looks, the Jets are showing a cover four um, or a cover two shell. And Jamal Adams, I just actually some of the Dolphins did a little bit a little while ago against the uh, against Donald and made him throw an interception. They drop um, Adams there into that like hook to curl zone right there. Um, so you have four zones underneath. You have one zone, two zones, three zones, four zones, and then you have um, Avery Williamson right here dropping to that into that deep zone to, to take out that that middle like post zone against that uh, cover two, which is usually its weakness. And the Jets uh, they blow another coverage here. Um, you have Claiborne again, who at this point he's 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 using this like this uh this bail technique right here, and he's reading the inside. As soon as this um you know receiver who looks like Chris Hogan again runs that deep dig, he needs he needs to start cheating over a little bit. He needs this he needs to recognize that Gronkowski is is running in the middle of the field in that seam route and get a little bit and, and start cheating a little bit over top and pass off uh, that Hogan's route and the same thing with Avery Williamson. Avery Williamson plays this poorly and um, he's been okay in coverage this year and I said that before the year he's just going to be okay in coverage. He's not terrible, but he's not great. Um, at this point, yeah, you have I, I get it that Hogan right here is cutting on the dig and he wants to pass this off, but you have to take that you have to take the the bigger threat right here, which is Gronkowski and pass off Gronkowski and make sure he's passed off to Claiborne. Now, now Williamson maybe thought that Claiborne was going to be there. So it's bad, it's bad play. It's bad technique and it's bad communication right there. Maybe, like I said, maybe Avery Williamson thought that Claiborne would be there. So he pauses, um, but he sees the ball is thrown. He's beat Claiborne's beat and Gronkowski makes a really good catch, but they don't pass this guy off. Claiborne plays it poorly. Avery Williamson plays it poorly. Um, Probably most likely a miscommunication and uh it's just it's it's really never ending with this with this Jets secondary um, and this the, the way they play the pass this year has just been um, really bad and I'm bringing up another play of this blown coverage and I actually spelled blown wrong uh, whatever doesn't really matter um, so not the fact that I don't know how to spell I just try to type things really especially when the film's only been out for a day I'm trying I needed to get the show done as quickly as possibly can because I guess I'm going away and uh, again. <laughs> so it it looks like a it looks like a cover two um a little bit different look of a cover two but i'm gonna say it's a it's a cover two um where you're you're gonna have one underneath two underneath he's supposed to be here this defender's supposed to be here and and adam's supposed to be here um but again what happens is they all react to the play action they all bite up really hard to the line of scrimmage 
and nobody's deep enough in their zones and they're just going to run a simple uh, digger out right underneath it and it's as open as it gets. This is, look how much room. When I'm telling you like legitimately, I know people say, oh, I can make this throw. A lot of people can make this throw. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's only 20 yards. I'm, I'm sure a lot of people in the parking lot when they're drunk in Jets games can make this throw. Um, so it's just, again, you have, you have two defenders, you know, out in their zones right here, but look at the rest of the guys. So you have, you have almost, you have like a quarter of your defense just missing. It's, it's not your quarter of your defense is not even there. So it's just, um, you have these guys right here who are doing absolutely nothing. They, they actually one, two, three, they mean nothing, um, to this play. They're basically, the Jets are playing eight first 11, um, on this play right here. So it's, uh. Again, I have two more of, of, of this type of stuff that I watched in this game. And the pass defense was just so bad, um, especially in the second half more than the first half. But then again, in the first half, the Patriots, you know, kicked themselves in the ass with the um, blown assignments, drops, Brady missed throws and penalties, to be, to be honest. Um, and again, it's, this is another, it's another Tampa 2. The Jets were liking this in this game. And somebody blew their assignment. I don't know who – Look, because you have, you have one underneath, two underneath, you have three underneath, four underneath, five underneath, and then you have the and you have the. So you you you're only sending three guys here. So you have eight guys. Um, you know, in hold on, my uh, thing is lagging a little bit. Okay, there you go. So you have eight guys in coverage, and you have eight guys in coverage. You have two guys within a yard of each other. Um, these guys over here are fine. Now is Claiborne supposed to pass this off a little bit quicker? Um, to, to Jamal Adams, who takes a angle that's not great to play an outside route right here. So I wish he took a little bit more of a conservative angle because uh, this definitely is, is Tampa 2. Um, is now is Claiborne supposed to peel off of that and, and attack this guy underneath? Um, I'm not going to blame him on Claiborne because if Adams is not over here, he, he can't just let this guy go um, or, or Gronkowski, I believe it's Gronkowski, go and, and catch an easy pass in the end zone because Adams is not over there. So – is that him? I don't think that's really him. I think that's more of whoever that inside guy is. I don't know why you should never have, especially in zone coverage, two guys within literally a yard of each other when there's a guy wide open right here. So see how these guys are nice and spread out, spread out. You probably want him here, and and maybe maybe if it was a cover two, um, you could have a cover or cover a Tampa two, and instead of this intermediate zone right here, you're just going to spread out the underneath zones a little bit more and just match up man on the top, which it could have been as well. Um, obviously, it's a little bit harder to tell just off the, the film and just say, okay, it's definitely this one. There's a playbook, and de- depending on different things, um, they play it different ways. Now, maybe if if Gronkowski here was a cut inside, then maybe maybe uh, Claiborne would have jumped on this. So you don't really know if it was man or if he was just matching him because Adams wasn't there. But regardless, it's a blown defense, and you're playing Brady, and there's nobody within 10 yards of a wide-open receiver yet again who catches the ball um, – and runs in for for a for a touchdown right here. So it's just uh, it's it's bad. I got one more, and uh, there was more from this game, but I'm not going to show 14 million bad plays of of uh, defense, which is this whole team needs to be um, rebooted. Next one. Um, let's see. For the people who are listening and not watching, I'm drinking my coffee. I do love doing the show, but I like coffee more. So need that for sure. So next one, um, let me see what this one is. So this is a good – okay. 
This is another cover two. The Jets ran a lot of cover two right here in in this game. They're they're showing another cover two, um, cover six, cover four shell, but they drop into cover two where where Adams. You see how they're disguising right here where where screen looks like he was almost in man against uh that looks this looks like edelman yeah edelman because he has a look more like rolled up sleeves where hogan has a more the down like standard sleeves um where they're showing man on uh edelman but then you can see his exit angle right here to get out into his uh curl to flat zone and then adams fills into that hook to curl zone um so it's another cover too and it's just this is something right here that that is lee no let me see who that is no, that might be uh, – I'm trying to see who that, that linebacker is right there in the middle. I do not know who it is. But this linebacker in the middle right here who's, like, pressing that, he's almost, like, sugaring the A-gap right there. He needs to recognize this. You see how he drops back and he's taking his, his angle? He's staring at Brady. You need to be aware of who or who not is coming to your zone before you're staring at the quarterback. Just like man coverage, you have to be responsible for the guy who you're guarding man-to-man before you start looking back at the quarterback. This 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 linebacker here needs to be aware of who's coming into his into his zone. So instead of staring at Brady and being surprised by the drag rat coming underneath him, if he if he looks around and has more awareness of who's coming into his zone, okay, there's a guy running a drag right here. I'm gonna I'm gonna cheat up in my zone. And if he catches the ball, he's getting absolutely rocked. Or you're just gonna have incidental contact and you're covering him right there. But instead, um, he lets him get by him. And if Adams doesn't come up right here, then it's, he's, he's probably running right by the linebacker. But Adams, if if you watch him right here in full speed, he flies up like a missile. He he played really well this game, minus some coverage lapses. Um, and I've said it before, he's been elite in the run game for the most part. He still has some hiccups in the run game. So very very good in the run game. And then um, in the in the pass game, uh, he's still just like average in the pass game. I'm not going to call him great in the pass game yet. You've seen on the show he do, he does have some more. Um, work to do in in that aspect of of his game so um moving on to my number one um dud of the game was the jets run defense which was just again it was um it was terrible um 36 rushes uh, 30 36 rushes for the patriots they gave up uh, of course the computer uh just give me a second they gave, up, they gave up six yards per carry uh, on 36 rushes for 215 yards. Six yards per carry is ridiculous, especially against a Patriots team who's – like, Sonny Michelle is good. James Wood is good. But they're, like, imagine if we play, like, Gurley or Hunt or one of these teams. Uh, man, or the Saints. Like, you're, you're giving up this much running room to the Patriots. Who, and the Jets' the run defense this whole year has not been good. It just, it just has not been to this point. It's just, there's been a game or two, like I said, and people will bring up, you know, people who do want to argue, oh, what about this game or that game? Okay, that's two games out of 11 games, you know, or three games out of 11 games. Like I said, consistency is, is, is everything. Um, and, you know, Leo has been absent. Listen, I, I like Leo. I still think he's a good player, but he, he for what he is supposed to be at the six overall pick, um, he he disappears at times. You just there's been there's multiple games in a row where you don't hear his name, um, or even if it's scouted throughout the season, there's been a lot of games where you just don't hear his name for the entire game. And I understand he's being double teamed and all that stuff, but if you're watching that that freaking game, and I'm not gonna like you know obviously Donald is a different monster, but Donald Donald is, is freaking uh double teamed like 76% of the times and he's still like on on almost on uh pace to like break the all-time sack record and he's an interior defensive lineman so like Leo has to do more um it's some of it comes from his anchor sometimes it comes up from him playing a little bit too high 
Uh, you can tell he gets tired too. Um, but he's been absent. McClendon hasn't been popping up as much on film uh, the last the first couple of weeks. Even his first two years here, he was dominant. Uh, this year, I still think he's good, but he hasn't been showing up as much as he as he usually does. So that's something I noticed over these last couple of games. And I'm just going to bring up one play of the run game. There's many, many plays of of the uh, of the run game, and the Patriots are just running. They're running a another lead zone where they're going to um, well, the, this left guard in the center, and they're they're trying to get off of um, that combo block to to Avery Williamson right here, but they're not able to. Actually, they do at the last second. Um, so they're isolating Lee right here, which is it's, it's the lead zone aspect of it, and Michelle bounces it and. I think for me, Avery Williamson's a little bit too aggressive right here where that's one of his problems in the run game. He's a little bit too aggressive. I would have liked to see him recognize there's a wide open hole on both sides of this combo block. Stay a little bit more patient. If he hits, the, if he hits this A-gap, you can, you can try to crush Devlin right here. I believe that's the fullback's name, Devlin, and, and make the tackle, but you cannot leave this wide open of a hole right here. So that's a little, that's a little bit on Avery Williamson. And I think it's on Adams too. Adams is, is overly aggressive here too where – I understand that um, 77 is driving Nathan Shepard back, which, man, he Nathan Shepard has been a little bit – I understand he's um, small school and all that stuff, but I thought he's going to be a little bit better than he has been. Um, he's getting driven back now. This would have been much easier on Adams if, if Shepard is getting back because he kind of makes him – he kind of almost makes him declare, but for as an elite of a player as Adams is, I'd like to see him attack us a little bit more patiently as well um, and be a little bit more safe because then Sony Michelle runs for a, a pretty big uh, gain because of those combining factors. So the run game was, was really, really bad. Um, now for the studs, um, man, uh, I gave a Nunwa one, I guess, four receptions for 73 yards. I'm going to be honest. I'm not, I'm not just saying this because I'm, you know, I, 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 the proof is in the pudding. I show a lot of it on film, uh, and, I, and I can show it on film. A lot of the Jets receivers who got this many catches, you know, Anunwa or Herndon or Curse, a lot of it was because the Pats' defense was pretty bad this game. I'm not going to lie, especially in the first half. So um, I, I'm discrediting the Jets and some of their numbers that the receivers got because they, a lot of them were just wide open um, or just played piss poorly by the by the Patriots secondary. So I, I gave Anunwa, you know, a third one, four receptions for 73 yards or whatever. Um, my second guy, uh, I'm going to get – you know what? I'm going to change mine. My first guy is my, is, is my second guy. My, my second guy, I'm going to give it to Jamal Adams. Um, ten tackles, three pass deflections. He played well for most of the game. Like I said, the, the problem with um, – oh, I screwed up there uh, my notes. So my, the, the thing with Adams that knocked him down a second for me instead of the one guy who I'll, sh- who I'll talk about in a little bit is because of that one play in the run game. couple pass plays where he wasn't in the zone that he was supposed to be in. Um, the the throw necessarily not might have gotten there, but because he wasn't, it's only vacated too early. Even though it didn't show up on you know the broadcast, oh that was a play against Adams. Adams was not in the right position, so I dinged him a little bit. Um, this was an awesome hit from from Adams right here um, on Gronkowski, and when you can lay out Gronk like that and make him you know pot the ball out, um, especially what was it was pretty early in the game. You have you know a couple minutes into the game with eight minutes left in the first quarter. Um, that's, that's awesome. And Adams, it's, you just see the, uh, elite drive that, that he has on the ball. He's, he's fast, man. I know people coming to the draft said, Oh yeah, he's, he's a slower or not, not necessarily slower guy, but he's not that fast. 
his acceleration is pretty crazy um, at times, and and it showed in this game. It showed in the, at the line of scrimmage, and he rocked Gronk right there. So you like to see him rock Gronkowski. Actually, honestly, I don't even hate Gronkowski, but uh, it's always good to see Patriots uh, jerseys in the dirt. That's for damn sure. So um, next one from Jamal's. I, I have a decent amount right here, and it's just really it's, – it's nothing new that we, we haven't seen before, but uh, just – Listen, it this doesn't look like crazy impressive, which I, there's been better plays of him on the on this end around right here, but the the acceleration he has and the ability to sift through traffic all in one play, it looks easy, but to keep up with Corlo Patterson, who's a pretty fast dude, and to and to split number sixty one and Gronkowski right here to make the tackle dive, make a good tackle, um, or you know he he hits him out of bounds at least. Um, it's impressive. That's that's some good tracking. That's some good speed. Um, he flies around the field. You see Jamal Adams pop up a lot in every single game that he plays in. Um, and remember, he's 23 years old, and this is only his second year. He's going to he's going to improve. Now, is he Earl Thomas? You know, um, Troy Palomalo, Ed Reed, Brian Dawkins level yet? No, because he still needs to work on pass coverage. He still needs to work on his aggressiveness a little bit. You know, both in the run game and in the pass game. Uh, and there's guys like Derwin James and stuff like that who are making just a, as big, if not a bigger impact in their first and second first and second years in the league right now. Um, so he he still needs a little bit of work, but he definitely is a top notch safety um, at this point in his career. So yeah, he's the best player in the Jets by by far. It's not it's really not even close at this point. Um, so let's see the next play from Adams that I queued up here. Um, let's see. So. Let's run it. Let it run through. So this is a. Hold on, I gotta look. Uh, I would say it's probably. See, the Jets run some weird freaking. I would say this is probably a cover six. I, I would say it's a cover six. Um, and the good. So Adam, there's there's good and bad from this play because he has as soon as this this receiver here. Um, releases his his uh, his stem as vertical as it is, which it goes, you know, good almost like ten yards vertical. He's gonna have to match it because they're playing this side like like four, and this side is like is like two. So you have the deep one half, and then two, and the two fourths. So he needs to match this earlier. The the thing I don't like about this play, let's just said he needs to work in coverage. He needs to he needs to to show some hot feet right here, or or just take some read steps, you know, just or just slight steps. I don't like this whole turnaround right here because he loses this receiver for that for that second right there. But the the good part about this play, so I don't like the technique, but you can see how fast that is. That is elite acceleration right there. That that second right there. Hold on, let me. Right there. That is. That's freaking. That's that's good athleticism right there. And then he, you know, he uh, grabs Edelman's legs and and throws him down to the to the ground. And Edelman actually it looks like he hurt his shoulder. I would say landing on your shoulder like that um, does not feel good. And you see right there that 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 hurts. So um, he banged up Edelman a little bit right there. Uh, so that's like I said, good and bad of Adams. Elite athleticism, technique definitely needs some some work right there because that's a that's a great receiver. He's gonna catch that and uh, and he's gonna take that hit. So you want to see a little bit better. Um, of that there next play is the two plays of uh gronk which the first one was definitely better than the second one for me um the manned up on gronk and he's manned up on the on gronk right here on the bottom of the screen this is this is a good play from him um would i like to see him stay square see the thing with gronk is and i said this i don't know if i said this on this show i probably have before but 
the thing with Gronk is, and this is why Eric Berry has some good success uh, success against him when I've watched them two match up. I think it's an interesting matchup because Gronk, the way to beat him is his, his, his route running is actually not that good. His route running is, is, is pretty average, to be honest. Um, but the thing about Gronk is if you let him, he's like a train where trains have to build up their momentum. But if you let him build up his momentum, um, he's, he's going he's gonna to beat you because he's going to use all the strength at the top of that route. Um, but you want to play him physically at the line of scrimmage, not let him build up to the top of that route. Um, so I like to see Adams maybe play that a little bit. Um, I don't like to see him open up his hips as soon as he does because he opens up his hips pretty much immediately. But he's anticipating the fade route, which, which obviously does happen. And I really, really like here how he doesn't have him squeeze to the sideline. Like I said, he still has a lot of room to the sideline, obviously. He has multiple yards, so he's not turning into him and then have his head the other way looking back at the re- at, at the um, quarterback because he's just throw it right over your head. He's going to body you up. I like how he's playing through Gronk. You see how his, how his body is facing him? It's, it's like his hips, almost like the like freaking high school dance right here. Um, so I like, I like that, that part of it. And then he almost becomes a receiver here, which you know he get, he gets he gets his hands on. He looks back to the ball. He finds the ball. Um, maybe I would see him get a little bit more aggressive right there instead of trying to receive the ball, almost like a kick return, um, like a like a pass over your head. I like to see him attack a little bit more, and instead of going like this basket catch because Gronk is Gronk plays it like a like a corner. It's actually a pretty good play. I would see him go up a little bit here vertically and, and try to catch the ball with his hands instead of letting it kind of come into him. Um, but he played it he played it really well right here. That's that's the good part right there, playing through the uh, playing through the tight end, and almost getting the interception. So really really good play um, by Adams. But with every play, you could pick you could pick apart something if you if you know um, what you're watching. So a little bit right there, I would like to see the uh, like I said, maybe not open up his hips as much. But if you knew the fade was coming, then that's a good way to play a fade um, because you don't want to play Gronk, you know, off the line of scrimmage and then get position on you, then uh, beat you on the fade. So. It depends on if he knew it or not. This one, again, he's opening up a little bit too soon. And the thing I did not love about this, I didn't like this flip, this this hip flip right here. You could tell Gronk is, like I said, his routes are really not that good, man. They just He's really rounded routes at times. You know Gronk's going outside. I don't like how he pauses right there. See that 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 flip right there? Instead of instead of just letting Gronk come into you and get your hands like you did last time, he does that flip and then he he takes and then he, he he's allowing Gronk to get that over top leverage right there. You don't want Gronk to have leverage like that because he's six six and he can just jump over your head. Um, Brady does throw it you know too far outside, but uh, he also he trips on Gronk's foot right there. You can see he steps on his foot and trips. Um, but if the ball was here, Gronk could fade back and catch that. So um, Adams did play it well. He just didn't play it as well as the as the last one. Like I said, this that you could see you could see it right here. If I play it in in, uh, in full speed, you could see there where that that hip that flip comes right there, and he kind of takes himself um, out of the leverage that he has. So still a good play by by Adams. Um, I have one more good play than one bad play of Adams that I wanted to uh, show, and I just said. Jets, I think it's a blown coverage, and Adams comes in like a missile again. Uh, let's see what this one is. So this is it's, a, um, it's probably another. It looks like another cover six almost, but um, regardless, instead of just taking forever to, to to look at this play and break it all down, um, I'm gonna just just if you just look purely at Adams right here. The dude is just he, like I said, he's just a freaking missile. That's really, that's really all there is from this uh, this play to to recognize, and uh, it's an it's impressive. I, I like the way he played he played this game for sure. Now the one bad play of Adams just wants to show 
um, some of the things that he still struggles with. And this, as I said, over his overaggression, um, which this might be the same play that I just – no, it's not because the last one was a lead zone. Um, yeah, yeah, see, this is this – is, he really has to work on this stuff. Um, so you have them running. It's just like a, like a power. You're pulling this uh, this guard number 62, which – is that Andrews, I believe? His name might be – I'm not great with the Patriots offensive line. Um, but the thing about it is Adams needs to come down on a better angle right here. You see how that, that's a way too aggressive of an angle. He needs to recognize that Avery Williamson is, is, tra- is tracking from the inside right here. Adams needs to come down here and let, and, and listen, if, if he wants to try to split him, good luck. Um, but he's going to hesitate. Avery Williamson's going to tackle him or if he tries to bounce it to the outside, Adams and make the tackle. This is a really bad angle. This is a really, really bad angle. Um, and it results in another, you know, let's say 20 yards. So this is where I said he needs to work on that aggressiveness in the run game. It's just, this is, this is the dumb play. It, it, it really is. Like I said, there's really nothing to break down here. Guys coming from the inside, you take an angle out here. Um, you know, said more conservative and let Avery Williamson track from the inside. But you, you can't just come downhill like this and then let, uh, you know, White just bounce right outside and pick up another extra 20 yards or so. So bad play from Adams. But overall, like I said, he was he was really good this game. Um, my number my number one stud of the game is, dude, listen, he's a special teams player. You have to give it to Jason Meyer, Myers um, for what he's done this season. Where I believe he's about 24 for 26 on the season. He was a guy who everybody was making fun of before the season came. And he's been rocking it. He, he only, he's only missed two kicks. Um, this last game, he tied the NFL um, record for 55 yards, uh, yard plus field goals with five. The most in NFL history was four 55-yard field goals in a, in a season. And guess what? Jason Myers is five for five on those kicks of 55 yards plus. That's, that's, a, that's a good record to have. Um, and he owns it for the Jets. So he's been, he's been balling out. Then my worry with him is the Jets extend him, give him a little bit more money, and then he goes back, he reverts back to what he was and why he was afraid and all this stuff. But um, you have to give credit to the, to the dude. He, I, I remember like the first couple of games, like, oh, he's going to miss. Oh, he's going to miss. Oh, he's going to miss. And he's just been, he's been nailing everything. So um, credit to him for sure. Uh, moving on to the bad from the defense and the offense. Like I said, it's a little bit quicker of a show. Um, the, the defense, I said it, they, they look better than they, or they looked, People thought they played better than they really did in the first half because the Patriots were just shooting themselves in the foot. Um, you know, 11 penalties, 105 yards um, was just terrible by the Patriots. I have a quote that uh, Rich Cimini had from um, Avery Williams in this game. I was going to read Rich Cimini's quote. I'm giving him credit here. Um, he says, "Middle uh, Avery Williamson explaining the poor run defense in this game, and he said, we can't be individuals and do our own thing. And then Samini asked if there was some freelancing yesterday, and Avery Williamson said, I would just say everybody wasn't on the same page, myself included. Um, and then he continued to say uh, there were communication issues, player weren't in the right gaps, and he said he must be louder with his uh, calls at the line because some guys didn't hear some calls. So you're having guys not hear some calls, people in the wrong gaps, and communication problems. Listen, this is the NFL, and you're going into, what, week thir- – is it week 13 or week 12 for the Jets, whatever it is, on um, this upcoming week? It, it's a professional football team. Can't, you can't be in the wrong gaps, missing the wrong assignments, having communication problems consistently. Um, and we've been bringing up every show on this week, just blown assignment for blown assignment after blown assignment. It's not like teams are just straight up like – and they would still straight up beat the Jets for the most, for the most part, but wouldn't it be – 
better to come to the show where we can see the Jets actually playing hard and executing well. They're just, they're just getting beat because they don't have as much talent instead of just seeing consistent um, blown assignments, you know, every single week and not just one or two or three or four. It's, it's, it's 10, you know? So um, that's what has to end. And it, and it is, it is embarrassing. Like I said, this is stuff you get ironed out in, in training camp and in, you know, OTAs and all this stuff. You can't be having blown assignments in, in week 12, 13, of the uh, season. Hey, so Marcus is on. Um, so Marcus, to recap really, really quickly, um, because I've been on for about 45 minutes. Um, well, welcome first. How are you doing, by the way? Hey, man, what's up? Surprise guests. Liked it. <laughs> liked it. Right? <laughs> so I was just, so yeah, yeah. Well, I, I said on the beginning of the show, I was like, he might be coming in, but um, I'll recap really, really quickly. I just said, uh, the Jets were in the game for the most part, but the Patriots did play poorly. They shot themselves in the foot, 11 penalties, 105 yards. Uh, Brady does not look like the same Brady as he once did, missing throws and things like that. Um, they did get lucky a lot with in the, in the pass game as well, where the Jets, the Patriots were blowing defenses, and Jets got a lot of um, receivers open because of that. And I just mentioned, I read a, a, a tweet from Rich Lamini where he's basically just interviewing Avery Williamson, and Avery Williamson comes out and says, uh, basically, the Jets weren't on the same page. They're having mis- uh, miscommunication problems, and um, he needs Steel. to get out the calls better. And I was saying, this is something that's ironed out in training camps. So, Yeah, I'm like, still? Still having trouble? <laughs> It's week 13, week 12. Week 13, you still having trouble? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, my duds, I'll, I'll say them really quickly. I said pass defense. I Hold on. Um, I got to show you this. Uh, actually, I talked about Adams, and Adams was really good this game. I'm just going to we'll do like a quick recap. Look how bad of an angle this is because I like talking. Like I'm talking to myself um, a, lot of this, a lot of this game. And oh. Adams was really good this week. But two things I say with Adams. He needs to work on his coverage where he's too aggressive in his zones. Where he'll, he'll, he, he doesn't take the depth he needs in his zones. And in the run game, he's way too aggressive. Look at this yeah. angle. Yeah. So <laughs> outside hip, man. Come on. Come yeah. Down. Yeah, you got to come Especially down. Especially Avery in the inside. Right. Yeah, you got to come down and force that back in. Can I, uh, can I show you a play that's going to piss you off a little bit too? <sighs> sure, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, let's see, let's see how – I don't know if I'm gonna get really get that mad at it. No, I, I don't get mad either. I watch the games and I'm like numb. But watch, watch, uh, watch Claiborne right here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> Ready? I mean, this, all, is, this is the problem. Year, with this. This. All year. Yep. So year. Uh, talk about that a lot. Um, we've been talking about it for weeks. He is a lot a lot overrated so I talked about the pass defense I, I showed multiple blown assignments the pass rush getting zero sacks on Brady where he's a guy you need to hit to to beat like the Broncos did what 2014-2015 playoffs um yeah I mean and, you gotta when you're playing the Patriots you gotta take it you gotta take your chances you mm-hmm. just do and most of the time people that do you know shoot their shot you know more or less by either whether it's sitting extra guys or whatever it is you're going to have to live and die. You're going to have to live or die by, you know, in that game by making Brady miss some throws, making him hurry his throws, uh, you know, being a little bit inaccurate. You know, in the teams that have been successful against New England, that's what you see. You know, if they're getting good pressure, especially, up the, you know, up the middle, since <clears throat> it's the same thing with, you know, those with Peyton Manning. You get pressure in A gaps, B gaps, make them get, you know, get off their spot and start moving around. They're really not that good. They're just sitting back there like, a, you know, like a statue with no pressure you know, then they'll, they'll both pick you apart. And it's, it's no different with, you know, with Brady, especially now, you know, at 40 or whatever it is, 
yeah, you still got to you got to bring pressure and, and make him make some of those throws inaccurate. Yeah, so uh, I I really I don't even have to um, show you all of the all of the bad plays from the secondary because we've been it's it's missed cover threes, it was missed cover twos, it was yeah. not. You know, actually, I actually got to, I actually got to see the game. So no, you don't. <laughs> yeah, like uh, let me see what is this. Yeah, I know you you messaged me during it and stuff, but like. Even just like little stuff right here. Like this is a Tampa two and you have Gronkowski in the scene right here. And like I said, I don't know if this is Avery Williamson expecting Claiborne to be over top. Uh, I was gonna I think, say, is this two are they playing like invert like two invert? So mm-hmm. where where the corner is the high safety now? Yeah, uh, yeah. It looks like I it mean, looks like they're showing yeah, like cover two, cover. Yeah, because if they're then. doing it like that, that's fine. But Claiborne needs to dude, you gotta run and get on the hash and play safety. Yeah. You can't, you can't play it like this, yeah. Yeah, so I'm not I'm not gonna bring it because I would do the just redoing the whole show again. But that's a lot of the stuff I, I was talking about. Um, but yeah, pass pass defense, the pass rushing, zero sacks, the run defense allowing 215 yards, six yards per carry is terrible. Um, and then I started and the studs I talked about uh, Myers 55 yard plus field goals, he has five this season, which is an NFL record, five for five, which is fantastic. Adams, Anunwa, I that was a that was like a that was a gift. The receivers weren't really that great. Yeah. Uh, talk about the bad from the defense. I was just getting into when you when you popped on, um, and uh, I said the Patriots had 11 penalties for 105 yards, which helped out the defense a lot. And um, the Jets at this point in the season, for having this many blown defenses through 12 weeks of the season, for a guy in Todd Bowles who is supposed to be the defensive mastermind, I, I think it's embarrassing. Um, and I don't know if it's the players or Bowles, but they need to get it fixed. And Bowles, it, he, it's inevitable inevitable that he's he's gone at this point. Um, and something that really made me mad from this game about Bulls too. Uh, did you watch the game live? Were you able to watch the game live? Yeah. When they when they stopped the Patriots on fourth and two at the 25, 24 yard line, and then they took the penalty, and then it was mm-hmm. third and twelve, and they gave Tom Brady an extra chance to throw the ball, and then he threw that, that touchdown to Gronk over the middle. I lost it because you have Brady stopped, you keep him stopped, you let him kick the field goal, and I understand it's third and twelve, but the Jets defense has sucked in third and long situations the last couple of years. So I did not like that decision. I don't know about you, but I, I hate yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I get what he was doing. He's playing the percentages, but I would have made him go fourth down. It's Brady, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, yeah, it's Brady cause, and your cause for me, defenses. Yeah, because for me, I understand what the percentages are. However, yeah. I'm like you. That's Brady. So I'm not going to give Brady an extra opportunity to, you know, to, to possibly make a play on me. Mm-hmm. So I would have just made it fourth down. And if they decide to go for it, then so be it. But – I'm not going to give him that extra, you know, I'm not going to give him an extra chance, you know, just because of who it is. If it would have been, I don't know, Josh Allen or, you know, whatever I did, I would have been like, yeah, okay, third down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, or somebody like that. I mean, I know that's way down the list, but, you know, if it's, you know, an average quarterback or somebody, you know, not quite as good, I'm not giving him that extra, you know, I'm not giving somebody like Brady that, an extra opportunity. No, it's uh, you have them stopped, and I understand like yeah, the you know it took them the penalty took them back from the twenty four to the thirty four, so maybe they'll miss the field goal. But they have a great field goal kicker, one and two. It, it's it's Brady, you know. So it's, just keep them off the field. With more room to throw. Yeah, I don't. So I didn't. <laughs> I didn't like that at all. Um, and they the, the, for the Jets had a lot. of got a lot of credit for their defense uh, forcing so many turnovers. They got a lot of that got credited because or, or was because of the. Lions game where they got five because Stafford was just ass. Um, but this is five games in a row now that the Jets have not forced one turnover, which is like, 
I, I think that's a record from like the early nineties or the early eighties, but five games in a row without a turnover. Um, you're finding like teams like the dolphins and the bills, even like a guy like Trubisky, who will throw a pick or two. Um, yeah. it's really, really bad. So, um, that's yeah, you, what, yeah, you got to create some turnovers, mm-hmm. fumble something like, you, you know, you got to figure out, yeah, you got to find a way to do it. You got to do something. Yeah. Yeah. So that's really it from the defense that I had because I said everything, the run defense, the pass defense, the penalty, like everything. So there's really nothing else for the, from the defense in terms of the offense. Um, I would say from the bad, uh, the, this is one of those games. The Jets were actually running the ball well, but they only ran the ball 15 times. So you're actually running the ball. You want to keep Brady off the field. They ran the ball, like I said, 15 times for 74 yards, 4.9 yard average, which is a good average. I'm going to take anything over four all day. And they just only ran the ball uh, 14 or 15 times, which made you know no sense to me. So uh, that was a little bit frustrating to see um, personally. And then McCown, I, I'm, I don't really want to get into McCown that much because let's be honest, he means absolutely nothing to us. Um, great guy and all that, but I, I, I need to see Darnold. And if I go to Tennessee and I don't see Darnold, Oh man, I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna do. But uh, yeah, no. I mean, Donald should be back when he should be playing. But you know, when you go to Tennessee, the only thing I would say about about the run game, which and I agree with you, you know, that average and, and the way that they ran the ball is good. Um, you just got to remember against New England, from the 20s to the 20s or the 30s to the 30s, more or less, you you can get all the yards that you want. You know, to tell you the truth. So, mm-hmm. you know, they, you know, that's, you know, the style of defense they've been playing a lot, you know, for probably like the last like six or seven years, to tell you the truth, mm-hmm. where they give up a bunch of yards in the middle, you know, but once they get into, the, you get close to the red zone or you get into the red zone, you know, that's where everything tightens up. And that's where, you know, that's where, you know, frankly, you know, Belichick or Patricia, whoever it was, that's where, the, you know, the Patriots make their money. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> now if you can figure out a way to do that, you know, going into the red zone as well, which allows you to actually create, you know, create a lot more scoring opportunities. You know, you can, you know, you'd be good doing that, you know, because in between the thirties, it really doesn't, it, it'll get you there, but you got to continue it all the way through the drive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, and I, and I get that. I just, like I said, I just want to see a little bit or run a little bit more. Um, yeah. But just, but yeah, but I'm like, but, but no, but I, and I don't disagree with you. If it's mm-hmm. working, keep doing it. Hell, run. I mean, run it till they stop it. Especially you when McCown is playing like, like McCown is, He's looking worse than he did last year, and I think it's a little bit with play calling. But it, this is a, the last two games while well, you can see like Donald is really not doing as badly as people think he is. But 26 for 45, 276 yards. Um, but 45 throws, we're talking about the run game. You're not going to win a lot of games if you're throwing the ball 45 times to Josh McCown. No. And, and plays like this are bound to happen with him where, listen, this is right after the big Quincy Newell catch, right after um, the Jets got the ball back, the 40-yard right. catch by Quincy Newell. And it's his first down. Uh, play action and he just he just chucks the ball look look when he goes to throw this ball like I understand there's a little bit of pressure but one you have McGuire wide right. open you can just check it down right there and look at the right. leverage of the of the corner right here so he just chucks the ball up it gets picked so yeah and I don't you know maybe that's you know I don't know what that is he's he's <clears throat> he's been around too long to do this to be mm-hmm. honest with you you know quite frankly yeah, just just throw the check down, dude. He's sitting right there, right in front of your face. <laughs> he's got two minutes too. It's just, not yeah, like just, he's yeah, fighting the clock. Go, yeah, you don't have to press. Yeah, just throw the check down. Probably end up getting the first down. Mm-hmm. You know, or getting close to it. You know, based off of uh, you know where the back is. I mean, I'm liable. I'm really gonna say that he probably pick up the first down a little bit more if he can break one tackle and now he's down the sideline. 
Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, yeah. But, but give yourself a chance. Don't just run back and and let it fly. <laughs> but but like I said, he's been around too long to do this. Mm-hmm. I'm praying. I, like I said, I'm going to Tennessee. I'm, full, I'm I'm one of the Predators game on Thursday, but I'm buying a Predators sweatshirt and wearing it to the game anyway. And then yeah. my plan is to have a Jets jersey underneath. The Jets start winning the fourth quarter. I'll I'll pull out the Jets jersey. But other than that, I'm I'm fully embracing the tank and root for the Titans. You you, you <laughs> might be considering what happened to Tennessee last night. You. Mm-hmm. You might be in trouble. You might see a, a thumping yeah. on Sunday. <laughs> Dude, listen. Hey, if we get hey, – I'll be honest with you. you Tennessee's going to come out fired up. Well, I, I, I text you. I don't think the Jets are winning another game this year. So, um, I don't yeah. think they're beating the Bills in Buffalo. They're not beating the Texans, but that's for damn sure. I don't think they're going to beat Tennessee. They're not beating New England. They're not beating Green Bay. So, uh, they can lose and let the freaking Raiders win another game. The Jets would be the third overall pick. I'm fine with that. Like, listen, yeah. I, I, I'm always in a root for the Jets to win, but at this point, there's – there's no point. It's just – I get, like, the team morale and all this stuff, but if the Jets come out next year and they win games, that'll fix everything. It's, it's, it's right, all about right. – there's not a lot of teams with great chemistry when you're three and eight, you know. Um, so, but regardless, let's, let's move on to um, another person. And, and McCown missed some deep balls this game too. He probably missed, like, three or four deep balls where guys were actually relatively open. Um, and you, you just saw some of the flaws in this game, including this one. The offensive line was a little bit better this week. I actually think they played okay than they have in the in the past, but you still saw some problems, um, you know, you know, come up. And this play, just like a, it's a pin and pull run um, to the right side right here out of uh, 12 personnel. And this is some problems um, with the offensive line. This is they, they got no gain out of this out of this run. Because you have Shell right here, you know, creating no push. And I think one of the reasons he comes, um, he gets no push is because look, you want to get into the chest of defensive linemen. Look how wide his, look at his punch right here. Yeah. You're never going to get pushed with that. So one, he doesn't get pushed. And then, and then Winters, who's pulling on number 55, who's a linebacker. You want to see him kick him out right here, create some push him. He 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 gets pushed back by a by a two hundred and what maybe max two hundred and sixty pound outside linebacker. So Winters creates no push. Shell has bad technique with his hands, creates no drive, and and uh, Crowell gets no gain. So yeah, I mean, if you, I mean, if you're a defensive line coach, <laughs> you love this play because great, you got a narrow base, uh, strong at the point of attack by the defensive lineman, <clears throat> linebacker. Once the tight end leaves. Linebacker does a good job of you know closing down the gap, but like you said, if you're if you're pulling, you got to be able to kick that linebacker out. I mean, mm-hmm. whether he he closes down quick or not, and you definitely like to see a better you know a better punch. You can't. <clears throat> it's not even really a punch. It's like he's hugging a guy, trying to you know trying to grab him and just getting you know, away, and then push him. Yeah, you, you're not gonna get. You know, he's not explosive off the line, and you mm-hmm. have to if you're trying to run a play like this where this is essentially. You know, I guess I, I will put it in the in the power category. Yeah, you got to have push off the line, and there's none here. You know, not, there's none at all. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it's just um, I, th- I don't know if I don't know if you technically label pin and pull in the um, power category, but pin and pull the rules is basically okay. Well, if you're um, gap away from you're gonna block, you're gonna block down, right. and then you know if you're like normal zone, you block you know away or away, know, away. Right. But uh, you know what I mean. Um, and then. Instead of doing that, you're gonna pull. It's it's you, it's yeah. A, I just the reason why, sure I, just, I just I just try to the run, runs like that. I just try to simplify it so it's all mm-hmm. you know. You kind of know what you what you're looking at from a technical standpoint. Like with yeah, yeah, yeah. you know any zone inside, outside, wide zone. You know I kind of I lump them together. They're all zone. You know 
you know, so, but I put them together because essentially the There's blocking them. techniques are, you know, are pretty much the same. Yeah. You know, oh yeah, like, for sure. Yeah. So yeah. So we're saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I, just, um, I just like to put them all together. So it's easier for me to just label it like that. And I know what I'm looking at, you know, when well, I do it. <laughs> really? No, seriously. Well, the thing is with like a lot of like, we can, um, some things you get to nitty gritty, but, uh, other plays you have to watch it probably a thousand times without having the playbook to know exactly what all the assignments are. But, uh, right. So moving on though, um, another play from the offensive line where they did play, like I said, okay, but they still have their uh, issues. Let's see. Um, this is actually a play with Cruel a little bit, right? Talk about his his vision and his decisiveness. That I don't really love all the time. Um, so this is a bad play from one a couple of guys. <laughs> if you look at the center right here, uh, yeah. pretty terrible cut block attempts. Uh, oh <laughs> so yeah. that's that's really bad. And then um, I said the right guard too. Um, Winters is getting he's he he's getting controlled a lot. The, the, oh yeah, the yeah. freaking fu- the 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 uh, three tech right there is just he's just he's controlling whatever he wants to do with them. And I think for Crowell, for me this play, I, I want to see him either one be more decisive and just hit that uh, that C gap or that uh, sorry the the B gap, just hit it, or yeah, just to, yeah. or press the A gap. Like if he now if he was to press inside a little bit here. Then you're then you're you're gonna flash inside to this uh to the to the uh was I said the three tech and the three tech's gonna shed inside then you bounce outside but he's he's being like too he's hesitating too much right here and he gets himself tackled so it's a mixture of a lot of things yeah it's it's a it's it's a mixture of a lot of things I'm like you I'd like to see him either either press the a gap or just go ahead and stick your foot in the ground and just mm-hmm. get positive yards out of it you know tell you the truth because who knows you break I mean you break the the tackle you know from the D lineman uh. You know, you may, you know, obviously you may get tackled by the linebacker because the cut block is missed, but at least stick your foot in the ground and get some, try to get some positive yards. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're going to do that, as opposed to – because right now you're playing into the defense's hands right now. They're controlling the line of scrimmage. They're making you go sideways, and they're stretching you mm-hmm. out to the sideline, which is exactly, you know, when you're facing his own scheme, it's either penetration or stretch you out. You know, that's the two ways to, to beat it, and that's what New England's doing here. So you got to be more decisive in this run. You know, yeah, either yeah. stick it up in there – Either press it and bounce it out or just go ahead and stick your foot in the ground, you know, and, and try to get as many yards as you can as opposed yeah. to running to the sidelines. You can't just be chilling behind them. Like, pre- like, like you said, like that's what I like to say. Probably press, press that A gap, make them shed inside, and then, and then try to, you know, um, hit that B gap and then put your head down and gain a couple of yards. You're just hesitating behind the line like that. Like you said, you're, you're getting stretched out and you're letting all the other defenders get off their blocks and you're just going to get, like, you know, ambushed, which, which happens. So – Right. Um, bad or bad run right there. I don't, I don't like to see that, but, um, like I said, he has some vision issues and some, um, problems with that type of stuff, but, um, moving on, uh, little plays, like I put like little stuff like this, like, I don't even really need to put this in here, but things that the jets do that I just, it, it frustrates me. Um, this is Elijah McGuire, but they just don't capitalize on opportunities. Um, I would call this, you can call it a seam route from him. You can call it a snake route. Um, mm-hmm. and, you gotta freaking catch this man. Like he catches this, maybe he breaks an arm tackle, splits him, gets another 10, 15 yards, whatever it may be. But the Jets, it's just you watch just poor football, blown assignments, missed catches, just I see this a lot, and I don't know if really anything to say on this, Marcus. It's just it's frustrating no, to watch week after week. <clears throat> yeah, you, you gotta make this catch. This is easy. <laughs> it's not a it's not a hard ball to catch. And, I mean if, and if anything, he puts it right in your chest. You have, don't have to make any adjustments. You just you got to make that catch, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, you do. That's a catch. I mean, if you get smacked by the, I don't know if that's a safety or whatever, you get smacked in the mouth and you just get smacked, but you're still gonna make the catch. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll move on. <laughs> like I, I, in the beginning of the show, I said how miserable I am at this point. Like it just, it's, it's hard to watch this film like take time to, to um, do that. So I hope we have better football to watch next year because I can't take it for much longer. Uh, other from the bad from the offense, um, the one and only touchdown the Jets did have was because we, you know with fifty with five minutes and thirty nine seconds left in the first quarter, the Jets throw three yard route on third and seven which is just bad decision in, in the first place because the receiver didn't have any chance to get yak. Um, but they got bailed out with a roughing the passer for hitting uh, McCown low. So then they get the ball back, they scored. Um, and then other than that, uh, I think Long looked better at left guard. But in the run game, he looked, he looked decent. In the pass game, he gave up like a good four or five pressures and a sack. So he still did not look good at left guard um, overall. Right. Uh, Good from the offense. Uh, Crowell, I put in there, uh, six rushes for 30 yards, uh, three receptions for 30 yards. I did bring up that bad play, but for how poorly he's been playing, I think uh, overall he looked much better this week. Um, and let's go to his uh, – oh, this is a play that we've talked about his pass blocking before, and this is just – this is really, really bad pass blocking again. Um, it's it's continuous. Um, I the, my thing is, my thing is, what is he looking at? Because here's the thing: I don't, that's why I don't, I don't know. Who, I don't know. Who, I don't know who 53 is. He's looking to his left. 53 is directly over him to the right. He's actually blitzing to his left, and I'm and I'm trying to figure out. Okay, if you're looking left, and your your assignment is to pick up the 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 backer coming in, and you're looking left, why don't mm-hmm. you go pick him up? Like as opposed to trying to get out and get on the pass route. Like you don't. Uh, that that didn't make sense to me, because you're because you're looking where he's blitzing and you just don't go over there and pick him up. Because he's definitely uh, checking and releasing. It's not like he's like slip, slipping out on a screen, you know. So yeah, you can look. You can see his head. Like and it, he's looking left the whole way. <laughs> like he's looking left the whole way. I'm like, okay, well, what are you looking at? Then if you're looking left, are you looking at lineman? Are you looking at sideline? Is it a cheerleader over there? Like what the mm-hmm. hell are you looking at? Because you're looking left the whole way and the guy is blitzing through the gap where you're looking. So I, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, he's a liability in pass <laughs> coverage, man. He just the Jets have so much work to do. They they really really do. Um, moving on, there's a little bit from the from the offense that I'll, that I'll talk about. Um, Crowell, maybe I guess. Uh, Curse six receptions for 66 yards. He looked uh, a little bit better this game. He still looks like he's moving a little bit slow, which he always kind of does. Um, but he did have a touchdown, which I'll which I'll bring up. Which I honestly I, I thought it was just. I believe watching this, I thought it was just bad corner play. Let me let me see exactly what I, um, yeah. So I, I I forget what coverage this was. I said it, it looks like uh looks like cover cover one, and they're just doing the in and out and pressing the point, which a lot right. of people do. Um, right. and that corner just playing. Whoa, look how flat he is right now. Oh um, yeah. So, you know, Curse gives him a nice little hesitation at the top of the route. This is really bad corner plays, but he needs to buzz those feet. So. Um, but I'll give him credit. It's a nice, you know, nice uh, route, I guess, and nice stretch out for the touchdown. Yeah, I mean, he, he, I mean, I give him credit for it because he, the corner's supposed to be inside, stops his feet, curse gives him the move, and it's a wrap. Yeah, so I mean, I give it the curse. You know, it's a little bit of both. You know, bad mm-hmm. corner play and curse making a decent, you know, making a decent move. So yeah, I give him credit for that. Yeah. Um, all right. So I yeah, I put him uh, Herndon having seven receptions for 57 yards overall. He's he's been impressive. I think for a fourth round rookie, I think he's been pretty impressive. He gets a decent amount of catches. A lot mm-hmm. of it, honestly, it's the Patriots do play a lot of bend but don't break type of type of stuff. And they were blowing a lot of assignments this game. So they didn't actually look good. 
Um, but also give him credit because he's at least catching the ball and doing some things. But I'm going to take a little bit of it away because they, they have been playing. Um, you know, they, they did play pretty poorly this game. I'm not going to lie that the Patriots did, especially going back and watching the film. Uh, good from the defense. Avery Williamson was good in the run game. The pass game, he struggled. I showed everybody that that one play before. Um, uh, had This is the play I said where he needs to work a little bit on his, on his coverage. Let me see uh, what exactly happens here. Um, yeah, I, I think this, that's just, a, that's just awareness of who's coming in and out of your zones um, in this what looks to be a, a Tampa 2. Um, you... I said it before, you don't want to be staring at the quarterback as much as he is right here. You want to have, you want to be aware of who's coming in and out of your zones. And if you know who's coming in and out of your zones, then you can look at the quarterback to anticipate it, jump the route, whatever you want to do. Um, but he's kind of, he drops back in the zone right here. He doesn't really know who's coming in and out. That's why. Right. Dude, dude, this kills me. And I see this every week, especially in college. And I'm starting to see it a whole lot more in the NFL now. Mm -hmm. You can't cover anybody. If you're dropping back in zone one, what's the rule in zone? Don't cover grass, right? Okay. Yeah. So, when you're covering, when you're playing zone, whether you're a linebacker or a corner, you need to see who's in your area. And for every Williams here, okay, you're staring at Tom Brady. Obviously, Tom Brady is going to take you one way and throw the other way. Mm -hmm. So you're looking. You he's watching Tom Brady the whole time, and the guy just he comes open because he moves every Williams out of his zone. Yeah, dude, just find a dude in your zone. You got somebody to the right of you already. Just stay in your zone where you're supposed to be and stop looking at the quarterback. See who's coming in your zone. And the one, especially if they're short routes, then you just go ahead and latch up, and then you're good. But this right here, I mean, this this, this is never going to work. You're never going to cover anybody doing this. I showed a play before too, where I th I don't know, it wasn't Avery Williamson. He was too he was too light skinned for to be Avery Williamson. I I don't know who the hell it was, but it was one of the linebackers, and um, there was just a drag. He was he was just in that in that hook zone, and there was a drag coming right in front of him. But because he was staring at Brady the whole time, he he stayed pretty far back in his zone instead of like almost walling off that drag. Or, right. you know, it's it just coming up. And if he did throw the, the drag, he would have got destroyed the receiver. But because he was staring at Brady for so long, um, he had no awareness of it. They, they caught the drag and just ran right by him. And Adams did right, right tackle, by him. But yeah, just, and, that's, and that's what always happens. When people are running, crossing routes, and sitting down in zones, if you don't see who's coming across or see who's coming in your zone, yeah, everybody's going to run right by you. And by the time you do see them, once you react, they're already gone. So that's, yeah. that's why, you know, that's why – and even, I and even I coach it this way. If we're mm -hmm. playing zone, read the route combination, see who's coming in your zone first before you start looking back at the quarterback. So if you get anybody that stops in your zone, then you can yeah. latch on, you mm -hmm. know, unless you're, you know, playing deep third or something like that. But if you're a linebacker for sure, dude, see who's coming in the zone. See where the crossing routes are coming from. And you've got somebody on the other side of you, so you know you don't have to necessarily, you know, favor one side or the other because you're protected on that side. So just stay in your zone and see yeah. who's coming. You're almost like playing blind. Like you're playing like you, you, you like you're blind until he throws the ball. Then you can see. It's kind of like are, you, you are playing blind. That's exactly right. You're playing yeah. blind. You're playing blind, and you're covering grass. You can, uh, if you if you want your team, you can write that on the chalkboard and put Joe Blewett quote for me. You're playing blind. I, I, I would definitely do that. Feel free. I'll I'll right, on the, right on the well. You probably don't have a chalkboard. You probably have a whiteboard. I'm assuming. Yeah, I'll, I'll put it up on the whiteboard. Cool. Joe cool. Don't play blind. <laughs> Don't play blind. Cool. Uh, so, uh, no doubt. Yeah. Moving on. Um, this is a, this is this, this is where I really like Avery Williamson. This play, dude. Like, the dude has grown man strength. Like, oh, no <laughs> to, to catch a uh, Cordell Patterson's not a small guy. He's a solid no. two twenty five, two thirty. Yeah. To catch him in midair. To he literally catches him at the one yard line. 
and slams them back. Like, dude, that I see that, and I got I got pretty pumped. I'm not gonna lie, even though the Jets were losing at this point, but uh, I still like Avery Robinson a lot. I really do. Yeah, I mean, if he can work on his pass coverage, I think he he could be a good a, you know a good solid linebacker. I mm-hmm. mean, because like you said, he's good in the run game. We all know that for sure. Yeah, where he's a liability is in is in the passing game. Mm-hmm. So um, that you know, it, and you can work on that. You just you know, have to be coached up the right way. I'm, you know, I, and I hate to say that, but that's the truth. You know, you get coached up the right way, and so you understanding what you're supposed to be doing. You know, in passing situations with the run game, he's, you know, he, he's definitely solid in the run game. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so I'm gonna bring up the. Uh, we're, we have a couple more things to do, and then I'll talk about the the game from uh, coming up next week. Um, other than that, from the. Good from the defense. Uh, I think Lee Lee played okay this game. I, I saw two or three times this week where he took on a, a guard or a offensive lineman and still made the tackle. So I think he's playing definitely better than he did last year. Um, Pennell made some plays, but other than that, there's really nothing else. I don't know if you have anything else to add from this game. Uh, I I went over a lot when you were in here. Obviously, the first 45 minutes, but I don't know if you have anything yeah, else. Yeah, no, yeah, I know you did. I mean, no, I mean, the only thing I'll say is it wasn't as bad as I thought it would have been. You know, and I think mm-hmm. part of that was was that you know you alluded to earlier the passing necessarily to play their best game either. Uh, so, For sure. so I think it was you know kind of a combination of you know they ju- you know they just got let off the hook a little bit because of of the bad play of New England, uh, which is surprising, you know considering considering uh, you know considering they usually bounce back pretty well. You know, yeah, and coming more, off a bye week know, too. Yeah, coming off on a bye week, they usually bounce back in a more you know Patriot like way you know, to where they're solid. Uh, so it was kind of surprising to see that. I can't wait till the Patriots suck again. Yeah. It's if it never happens, I don't yeah. – No, it will. No, it, it, it'll, it'll come in, you know, a few years. You know, once Brady does finally go ahead and, and, and pick up the rocking chair and chill, you know, yeah. uh, you know they'll have a few down years. I mean, it, it happens to everybody. You know, that's the thing. So Yeah, but the, will the Jets ever be good again? That is a question. Um, so other than that probably, – uh, Probably in a few years. Yeah, we'll see. Um, Couple years, but yeah. Other than that, the penalties—eight penalties for forty-seven yards. Um, I, I hate the eight penalties is way too much. And there's another time yep. uh, earlier in the game, the Jets get the ball deep in their own territories, like the twenty-yard line. And then what do they do? They get back-to-back false starts. And you're pretty much killing a drive right there, first and twenty deep in your own territory. So um, right. can't see that. But moving on. Um, so the Titans game, we'll go over the roster just really quickly, and then. Um, yeah, you know, that's really much it. And then we'll do a lot of pickums because we have a lot to recap. Uh, which I'm I'm surprised you showed up on the show uh, this this week after all the all the pickums going on recently. But uh, we'll, we'll well, talk about that no, a little I mean, bit. <laughs> hey, I mean, this year I will say this. I I mean, I'm I'm a you know I'm a stand up guy. You know, if I make a pick, I make a pick. <laughs> you know, I take my L's. That's you know that's you know that's part of it. I was nervous with that Ravens Bengals game. We both picked the Ravens, but when I heard. Uh, Flacco was out and Jamar, uh, Jamar, uh, oh, Lamar Jackson was playing. Yeah, but yeah. we still won that. So, um, but the Titans roster, uh, five and six Titans. Obviously, you got Mariota, who's a mid-level quarterback to me. Uh, the running game, you have Deion Lewis and Henry, who is a power back. He's looked awful this year, and I watched. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, uh, he hasn't looked good this year. Yeah, at all. Yeah, so. Mariota's got to get to worry about the read option. You have to worry about him extending uh, plays with with his legs. The Jets got killed with. Trubisky and with Tannehill, so I'm really worried about him and read option things like that. Uh, Deion Lewis is a is a he's a he's a solid running back. Um, so I'm, you know, their their offense is is okay. You have guys like uh, J- I don't know how you say his name, Johnny Smith, um, Luke Stoker, Corey Davis, Tajay Sharp, 
um, Cameron Batson. So they're they're like skill positions. I wouldn't say they're great, but they're not. It's not like we're playing guys like uh, you know Matt Barkley or uh, Brock Osweiler. Mariota is a better quarterback than those guys, so we still have to worry oh, yeah. for the read option. Well, no, I'm I'm definitely worried worried about Mariota. Mm-hmm. You know, in the run game. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it honestly, uh, even though Corey Davis hasn't be, isn't you know a prime time name yet, he's making some plays though. He's and and you you heard it only here first. I don't know who's gonna it's gonna be. I don't know if it's gonna be Claiborne or Johnson, but or somebody's gonna get baptized a couple of times this weekend. I'm serious. I mean, in baptized like, moss, yeah. whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, he's big, strong, physical receiver. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, really good route runner. You know, to tell you the truth, particularly for as young as he is, he's actually mm-hmm. a better route runner than than I thought he was gonna be. Um, so yeah, he's. You know, I think he's going to have a big game. And I'm really f- scared of Deion Lewis in the passing game versus the Jets linebackers. Holy moly. Yeah. Like, yeah. seriously. Yeah, so, they, you know, Tennessee maybe, you know, they've had some problems on the offensive line this year, not, you know, not nearly protecting or, or blocking quite as well. But they're still, you mm-hmm. know, a pretty good offensive line. They're not bad. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, they got some playmakers over there. So, I mean, this is going to be a – I mean, this is going to be a big game for the Jets. It really is. Yeah, you look at like overall, like Mario the read option, Deion Lewis, um, Corey Davis, like you said, he's been playing a little bit better recently. And even Todd Sharp has been stepping up a little bit for them. And then their offensive yep. line, Terrell Lewan's a top flight left tackle. Uh, yep. Quentin Spain, never really heard of him, but I know Byron Jones, their center, is a decent uh, center. Yep. Uh, Josh Klein's a decent right guard. And then J- Jack Conklin's a solid right tackle. So their offensive line is pretty good, actually. I, I would call it like yep. a definitely top 15, maybe top 10 unit in the NFL. And they're all, um, you know, when they're clicking, so I have to worry about that. Uh, and then their defense is it's it's good. Um, Daquan Jones, Jarrell Casey, their DNs, uh, Austin Johnson. I know he's not a huge name, but I think he's actually a pretty solid nose tackle in this league. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, yeah. And then they're and then the rest of their front seven rounding out. You have you have Rashad Evans, you have Wesley Woodyard, you have Jayon Brown as the inside linebackers and the outside linebackers. Brian Arakbo, Derek Morgan. Uh, Kamali Kamali Correa, uh, recent draft pick. Their their front seven is really really good. Um, so their offense is 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 solid to decent. Their front seven is really good. And you look at the secondary, it's it's okay secondary. It's okay. Um, yeah. You know Kenny Vaccaro, he's let go of the Saints for a reason. He's nothing special. Uh, Kevin Bard, is it Bard or Bayard? I always I forget. I don't know how to freaking pronounce his name. Um, I Byard. By, yeah, Byard. Um, Kevin Byard's good. Uh, he had like seven or eight picks last year. He's been a little bit more slow this year, but he's a good safety. But Kenny Vaccaro, mm-hmm. eh. Um, Malcolm Butler, I always think he's been always uh, overrated. I think he has a concussion too, or he got a concussion last week. So I don't know if he's stripped. Yeah, flying. right. Um, Logan Ryan, uh, whatever. Dory Jackson's okay. He's a speedster, but other than that, I don't – their secondary's not great, but their front seven's really good. Yeah, their front seven's good. Their secondary is not, you know, with the exception of, of maybe Byard, they're – I mean, they're mm-hmm. average at best, to tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, Buller has been up and down. Adore Jackson doesn't know how to play yet. I no. He does the got truth. Has, yeah. all the, has all the ability, like you said, but he just – he doesn't know how to play yet. Uh, you know, and Kenny Vaccaro is in-the-box guy, and you can see he can't even really – you know, he doesn't have the speed or anything that he used to have. Um, no, he's not – he, he – almost looks like too slow for a linebacker at times. His, his athletic ability, I just don't – I don't see it really. Yeah, so so they're definitely you know average or below average you know in the secondary. Yeah, but like you said, their front seven was good though. 
you know, you know, the linebackers are good, D line is good. <laughs> I mean, honestly, the way that the, the Jets offensive line has been has been playing, particularly the way that Vrabel likes to dial up blitzes. Um and, you know, because they're they're almost like a true three four, you know, three four team. Um so you don't know they don't have great pass rushes, but just because of the way they dial things up, you know, they can they can blitz from 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 anywhere on the field. Well, that's the advantage of the uh, the three four over the four three is a yeah. four three. You know where four guys are coming from. The three four not knowing where the extra guy is coming from. It helps right. the uh, the ability of the um, kind of creativity that they that they have uh, in that defense, and they take advantage of it. So. Yep. Yeah, it's it's a good front seven, but if with the Jets, like people say, oh, stack the box, stop the run. You don't have to do that with the run. So they just drop eight guys in the coverage, and then it's hard for any quarterback to throw versus eight guys in coverage. So, yeah, um, yeah we'll see. I, I I don't like the matchup versus defense. My score prediction, I'm not going to give out all the stuff, you know, okay, turnovers, capitalizing in the red zone, blah, 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 <laughs> blah, whatever. Jets are probably going to lose. I'm saying Titans 24, Jets 13. What do you say, Marcus? Yeah, that's about right. That's actually about right. I think I'm always about right. You know, I, I have the feeling yeah, you say that a lot. Big, yeah, you do. Yeah, you actually you're 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 about right quite often. Yeah, I, I would go with that. I go with that same score. That's about right. Twenty four. All right, twenty four. Yeah. Jets thirteen. All right. Yeah, twenty four thirteen. Jets get one touchdown, a couple field goals. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Hopefully, it's like it's twenty four to thirteen game where like the Jets. It's like it's like it's like ten to ten, then thirteen to thirteen, and then the Titans score like a touchdown and a, and a field goal late or something like that. Right. So can I at least be entertained. Yeah, be competitive. I will be rooting for the Titans, literally only because <laughs> I want to be drunk and stupid and I and I want to be happy and just root for the Titans. I'm rooting for the Jets draft pick, and I don't want to get shit thrown at me for liking the Jets. Honestly, I don't feel like getting chicken fingers yeah. thrown at my face because I like the Jets because regardless of where it happens, it happens. Like I remember even Indianapolis, the people were the nicest people I've ever met and we were just cheering for the Jets and this old lady like turns around at the end of the uh, game and she's like, you should get an award for the biggest douchebag in the stadium. And I was like, what? Like I'm just cheering for the Jets. Like what the hell? She's like 70 years old. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it happens. And uh, Arizona, I got, I got hot dogs thrown at me and I was sitting down, not even root for the Jets. I was so pissed off to the Jets for losing at 27 to three. But um, it happens. You expect it. Um, but getting into the pickums. So how do I even do this? Before we got off, um, I was – and this is for you because you're questioning my integrity a little bit. Uh, I was not. Hey, whatever. <laughs> I have – I have I pr- told you that. No, no, no. no. <laughs> so uh, before we left, you were 39-25-1. and one. I was 34-30-1. and one. Um, that week, uh, I picked the Packers. You picked the Seahawks. The Seahawks won. I'm not going to go over all the scores of, of that, that two weeks ago, but the, the Seahawks won. Um, I picked the Cowboys. You picked the Falcons. The Cowboys won. We both picked the Ravens. The Ravens beat the Bengals. We both picked the uh, Colts. Or no, we both picked the Titans, and the Titans lost Yeah. Um, to the Colts. The Colts blew them out. The Colts are on a roll right now. I know. Um, wow. You pick the Bucks. I pick the Giants. The Giants won at home, and of course they give a freaking touchdown to Peyton Barber in the last couple of minutes, which made me sweat out in fantasy. But I still won. Um, I pick the Te- we both pick the Texans against the Redskins. The Texans won. We both pick the Cardinals. The Raiders beat them in uh, Arizona. We both pick the Vikings. The Bears beat the Vikings. The, the Vikings offense looked like ass that game, and everybody True. watched John DeFlippo and all this stuff. I don't know why. Um, listen, I get like okay, development of Carson Wentz and this stuff, but he has so many weapons over in, in with the Vikings, uh, with Thielen and Diggs and Cook oh, and yeah. 
Rudolph, Kyle and, Rudolph, and they're yeah. not really that impressive of an offense to be honest. They're I don't really think. Yeah, so, they're not. Uh, yeah, so I don't, I don't get that whole thing. Imagine, imagine what he's working with now, going to what the Jets have. The Jets are gonna be scoring like three points a game. I'm not a big fan of that guy. Um, and then the Monday night game, the man, did that live up to the hype? Uh, 54 with the Rams to the 51 of the Chiefs. It's the first time a team has ever lost with scoring over 50 points. The game had a thousand and four yards, and they scored over a hundred points combined. It was absurd that game was yeah. freaking crazy that was, yeah um, that was a sick game it was actually a good game and the thing that pissed me off about afterwards was everybody was saying that there's no defense played i'm like dude there was plenty of defense played mm-hmm. you just had oh yeah teams. well they had the yeah, yeah i think i think both teams had what, some touchdowns i think i know i think, I think right the, i think the chiefs or, had two, or the chiefs had no or, two when, and the rams had three yeah that's what it was yeah yeah, so I'm like, there's plenty of defense play. You just ran into two teams that are that are just offenses. yeah, they're just uber elite on offense. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's and that's going to happen. So it's not that there was no defense play because if there was really no defense play, then somebody would have scored seventy points. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think I think Donald had a strip sack and then went for a touchdown. They they had three defensive touchdowns, I believe, yeah. and then the Chiefs I think had, they had two. Yeah, pick six. Yeah, yeah, it, they definitely. Yeah, they both had uh, multiple defensive touchdowns. Yeah. Um, and uh, Ty, I went to that game, and it was literally I had Ty score in fantasy. I had Tyreek. They had Kelsey. Like Tyreek went off in the first half, and Kelsey started going off. It was like tied again, and Tyreek had that like seventy yard touchdown. I was going nuts, but that game was awesome, awesome yeah. to watch. Mahomes no, that forced good. that ball at the end. He didn't even throw that that pick at the end. He had time. Uh, he, just yeah, he had time. Yeah. Um. He has he has some issues. They and both the quarterbacks like the I think what uh, Mahomes had like four picks that that game. So like he played well, but he had four picks still. So um, it was an awesome game to watch. So that's that's I'm hoping we see that in this. Honestly, I think the Saints are gonna make it. I think the Saints are in the Super Bowl, but uh, that'd be a good game to watch again. Um, and then this last week, okay. So that so then that brought us to whatever the record. Oh, so that so I was six and three that week. You were four and five. That brought us to I, that brought me to forty thirty three and one, and you to forty three thirty and one. And then the last this last week, um, we both picked the Cowboys. The Cowboys won thirty one to twenty three. We both picked the Bucks. The Bucks won twenty seven to nine. We both picked the Patriots. The Patriots won twenty seven to thirteen. Obviously, we both picked the Panthers, who lost to the Seahawks. Who Panthers are a little bit disappointing. The Seahawks are coming up, you know, coming up a little bit now. Yeah. Um, we both picked the Colts, who beat the Dolphins twenty seven to twenty four. Both picked the Vikings. They won twenty four to seventeen. And I was really surprised when you texted me and you told me you're taking the Titans, but the Titans are Titans lost the Texans 34 to 17. What was the thinking behind that one? Just the defense and the, the Texans having to come down to earth a little bit or. Yeah. I mean, and um, well, you know, they beat them early in the year. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not, and you know, Mike Vrabel knows, you know, Bill O'Brien, mm-hmm. you know, obviously, you know, Deshaun Watson played a lot better and the run game was, the run game was phenomenal for Houston. You yeah. Know, last, you know, so so, yeah, which is what I didn't expect. You know, mm-hmm. I, I figured, okay, if you shut down, you know, if Rabel shuts down the run like he, you know, probably playing too, and, and you know, you make Deshaun Watson have to start running around and making throws, then, you know, you can just kind of pin your ears back and, you know, let the front seven do their work because that's where, you know, the strength of their team is. So, I mean, I was really thinking that. J.J. Watt's still a beast, too. He's making some yeah, plays. Yeah, J.J.'s going to do what he's doing. Yeah. I mean, he's, still, he's still a beast. You see they attacked Clowney a little bit with that with that read option um, where Clowney yeah. would have collapsed too hard and then they, they took advantage yeah. of it. Yeah, people like Clowney um, – people like Clowney, 
I'm running right at, at people like Clowney. Mm-hmm. I mean, because even though he's good, I mean, he's good, particularly against the run when they move him. Like when they move him inside, he's standing up, whether he be stand up linebacker or he's standing up, you know, he's playing a three technique, but he's standing up. You know, he can, he can, he does well because he, he creates a lot of penetration. But if he's out on the end and I want to run, I'm running right at Clowney every time. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, yeah. So it'll be something where I make him commit or I got to make, or I have to, you know, it'll be something where, um, I'm running his own read, and he's gonna have to either, cra- you know, if his assignment is crash down on on the back, and then I'm running outside like Mariota did a couple of times, or, um, you know, I'm gonna make him, you know, I call we call it feathering, you know, or slow play it or whatever. And by then, I'm still picking up yards. So yeah, but I'm running at him every time. Now, like, JJ, like JJ that mesh point, be being conservative, attacking that mesh point a little yeah, bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Now JJ can do that, JJ, because JJ. JJ probably JJ has a better understanding. No, I mean he just has he's a better great, understanding. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he has a better understanding, you know, versus the run game, and he's so smart, and his reactions are, yeah, and it's because he he has the knowledge. He he and his plays, and his wingspan is like thirty five feet. Yeah, so he he plays the run better than Jadavion does. But mm-hmm. I'm right right at Jadavion every time. Yeah, yeah, they're they're definitely attacking that. Um, so that last week I went six and one, uh, two really good weeks in a row, and you went five and two. Bring our overall records. I'm forty six, thirty four and one. You're forty eight, thirty two and one. You were up seven. Now you're only up two. I'm I'm right behind you. So I need to catch up. I got a couple more weeks, yeah. five more weeks. So I'm not gonna be overly aggressive. I just gotta play it safe, get a win or two, <laughs> and uh, I hope uh, you know I want to get it. In. I want to be I want to be even again at least. Um, so that first guy, I know you, you shot me a text of what, what your picks were, but uh, you're here now. So uh, Sunday at 1 o'clock, the 4-7 and seven Bills at the 5-6 and six Dolphins. Yeah, I'm taking the Dolphins. I'm so tempted to take the Bills here, but I feel like that's too risky to put it on Josh Allen. So uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take the Dolphins as well. I do not want to lose it because of that game. Uh, I don't want to jump another game back. Uh, next game, Broncos, the 5-6 and six Broncos at the 5-6 and six Bengals. They're both fighting for a wild card right now. Yeah, taking the Broncos. Mm-hmm. No Andy Dalton. Yeah, I'm taking the Broncos all day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, me too. So next game, this is a this is gonna be a solid one. Um, six Sunday at four twenty five. The six four and one Vikings at the eight and three Pats. Yeah, I'm gonna still take the Pats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Pats. I can't I can't pick against especially how bad the the Vikings are. They're a disappointment this year, I, I think, um, for, for me to be 6-4-1 and one with the roster that they have. Their, their front seven, the playmakers have an offense. They're really underachieving, in, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so if they had good coaches, they could be a better team. I don't think the coaching is that that great right now. Um, next game, Sunday night. This is a, I, this is a really, really good game. Um, the 8-3 and three Chargers, your boy, Anthony Lynn, uh, versus the 7-3-1 Steelers. Yeah, and it's at Pittsburgh, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm taking the Steelers. Damn it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I was hoping that's, the that's, that's the only reason why I'm taking them. That's the only reason why. Man, so we're going to have all the same picks next. I know you're picking the next game. All right. If that game's, game's in L.A., I'm probably taking the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the Steelers are cl- – But hold on, didn't the Steelers – they lost last week to uh, – they freaking um, – They lost to Denver. Yeah. All right, I'm taking the Steelers, though, too. We're going to pick the same games. It is what it is. Um, next game, Monday night, uh, the 6-5 and five Redskins at the 5-6 and six Eagles. Yeah, I'm taking the Eagles. Yeah. They, yeah, seem, to the kinda, Eagles they seem to kind of – they're starting to, you know, kind of get gets, you know, some of their magic back a little bit. I think they're starting to figure it out a little bit. 
in Washington, you lose Alex Smith, Case McCoy is your quarterback. Not Case McCoy, Colt McCoy is your quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Taking Eagles. <laughs> okay, I'm taking all the same games. We're both taking. I, I might, I might be texting you before Sunday with either changing to the Vikings or changing to the Chargers. I might want to do just. To yeah, do. I might, I might do that too. Okay, all right. So we'll, we'll figure. It out. I'm probably gonna pick one game different than you by that time. Okay. Um, but for now, we're both taking the Dolphins. We're both taking the Broncos. Both taking the Patriots. Both taking the Titans. Both taking the Steelers. Both taking the Eagles. Um, and that is it for the show. Uh, Marcus, anything uh, else you want to say? Not as it, man. It's, uh, I mean, you, you want to just finish how strong. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't Debatable. know how long. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, I know. I don't know how, um, how long. I mean, I don't know how long, how much longer Tide is going to last. I mean, I, know, I think they came out and said they're not going to do anything mid-season. It's, yeah, it's not doing it. I'll be mid-season, I think. Yeah, I mean, but but I'm I'm kind of like you. I'm at the point where I mean, if you're gonna do it, just go ahead and do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're not really saving face by doing anything, you know, at this point, particularly with the games that they have left. Um, I mean, it's gonna be tough, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, you know. And here's the thing, you know, now start playing some of the young dudes. See if they, you know, see what see what you got on your roster. If I'm if I'm if I'm Mike McKagan and he's gonna still be around, you know, I'm gonna tell Ty like, hey, you need to start playing some of these young cats. Mm-hmm. I mean, just throw them in the fire. Why not? <laughs> yeah, I would like to see guys like the, the Rashad Robinson when the Jets are losing a lot. Like, I would like to see them play even like Davis Webb uh, a little bit more of uh, you know Derek right. Jones. Like, I want to see I want to see the young guys. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. Why are you starting McCown and not Davis Webb? I don't know. Like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, like some yeah, some of this isn't making sense because I probably would have put Davis Webb in before I put McCown in. Yeah, yeah. So it is what it is, though. Um, I'm really, really excited for the. Uh, it's 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 sad when I'm like excited for the offseason already in, in October and being in November. But um, <laughs> like I said before, um, what's going to happen is I'll be breaking down film. Like I'll I'll take like the top ten prospects and I'll look at positions of need. I'm gonna break down some film and then me and Marcus will come on here. I'll show Marcus that film. We'll break them down together and talk about some of the prospects the Jets will be looking at. So that's gonna be fun breaking down some college stuff. Yep. Um, even though it's a like college stuff from YouTube because college film is like impossible to get for me. Um, and then. It, break down some free agents too. So I'll be breaking down uh, pass rushers and receivers and corners and whatever. So uh, the offseason will be fun. Uh, stick with us for the last five weeks. Yeah, five weeks of the season. Um, we'll be back next week. Like I said, everybody stay, uh, be safe. It's, uh, holidays are over now, but uh, yeah, no, I, really not Christmas, but uh, I hope we got arrested on Thanksgiving. Don't be, don't be stupid over so, the next couple of weeks. So you didn't have to do a whole lot of, you didn't have to arrest anybody and charge anybody up? No, I did. Yeah. Um, are you- <laughs> oh, you did. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny. It wasn't like, really. It wasn't even a drunk driver. It was actually an Uber driver who was driving around with with a with a traffic t- a warrant because of a traffic ticket. He didn't go to court. I was like, "What are you doing, dude?" So, warrants. I don't really have an option, but uh, he had a he had right. a in the back. He was hammered. And I was like, "Dude, I'm sorry. You have to buy another ride." He's like, "Oh, <laughs> man. I was like, "I'm sorry, dude." <laughs> the guy was actually really nice, but it is what it is. Um, regardless, um, leave us a review. We'll be back. Appreciate everybody for listening. And we will see you next uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, whenever we uh, feel like doing it. So we'll see you then. All right. See you then.